0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Out and About with Antoinette. Now, you know that this is a podcast where I get an opportunity to interview some amazing people who are from in and around the state of Delaware that are doing positive things in their communities. And today I'm over the top excited because my special guest is Lois Hoffman, aka the happy self-publisher. Let me tell you a little bit about Lois because we go way back. She is the founder of the Happy Self Publisher and an award-winning author of Write a Book, Grow Your Business, The Self-Publishing Roadmap, and Don't Touch That Oscar. She is also the creator of her course platform, writersuccessschool.com, where she challenges aspiring authors to imagine what is possible and how to help them realize their vision and their dream. She helps new and experienced writers confidently share their voice to make a difference in their lives and the lives of others through personalized writing, publishing, and book marketing services. She values a diversity of people, thoughts, and ideas to promote more knowledge and greater understanding in the world. And because she believes in the power of words to change lives, a portion of her course, workshop and book sales are donated to organizations that support writers that are our next generation of storytellers. Lois also elicits countless smiles as a professional juggler. Really, I'm serious. That's how I met her. And along with her husband, Michael, they perform The Juggling Hoffman. Lois resides in Newark, Delaware, and she juggles her creative pursuits with enthusiasm and joy. You can find her playing with words online at Happy self-publisher.com. Lois, welcome to Out and About with Antoinette.
1: Oh, Antoinette, thanks so much for having me today. I'm really excited to be here.
0: And, you know, I saw your bio. I know your bio, but, you know, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I met Lois many years ago, and it was with Michael, the juggling Hoffmans. And my sons simply adored that. I mean, you went from juggling, but you're probably still doing it, to being a award-winning writer, coach, publisher. Take us back on that journey.
1: Well, it was it was kind of a an accidental journey along the way, of course. You know, I met this, uh, when I decided to be a juggler, I met this cute guy who juggled. So I thought I'd impress him. So I, I went and I taught myself to juggle. And, uh, and then I said, here, look at me, I can juggle. And he was, I don't think he was that impressed, but he asked me <laughs> out anyway. And so uh, for 30 years, we've been performing uh, in and around the area. And um, my leap from... From juggling to writing, it came through uh, writing children's stories when my children were little, and I wanted, you know, I was into children because, you know, because of the juggling, and then, and then it kind of snowballed from there. I I learned how to I learned how to publish my first book, and then I didn't want to just tell people how to how to write and publish. I wanted to help them, and and then the happy self publisher was born.
0: And you know, it's your, your story. I love it. You know, I'm I'm pretty sure within those books that you've written, you're going to write a book about from juggling to what, like, it's like, I mean, it's amazing because that's so funny because when I said, well, how do we, I try to remember, so, where do I meet Lois? And we thought perhaps it was at an event, you know, um, in Wilmington through Mutual. But no, it was actually, you know, when my sons and I went to a, a, a fall, an autumn um, event, and there you and Michael were. Juggling and my sons were in such awe of you. And here we are, literally 20 some odd years later, having a conversation and you being like the keynote speaker at the author's meet and greet book signing on Saturday. God just works in ways, He puts people in your life for a reason and a season. And I'm so
1: happy, Lois, that you're still in my life in this season. I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful that we've gone back so far and it was just such a, you know, it, it's it's such a joy for me to bring joy to other people's lives. And so for so many years through the juggling and now through the publishing, and I'm so happy to be uh, speaking at your event because I just, you are a gatherer of people. So I just love that I'm part of that gathering and uh, and so many authors, wonderful. You've gathered so many wonderful authors and uh, the community, because we all we all need more community, don't we? And oh, yes. so this is just wonderful to gather people together and give people some give uh, aspiring authors some inspiration and and get some experience and get to talk to other people, so that maybe they will be sitting um, sitting at that event a year from now.
0: And Lois, the great thing is, I love you know it's for some we all I think. Tell me if you feel this way, that we all have a book inside of us, right? It's just, we may not know how to get it out or think that, you know, it's that imposter syndrome. I can't, you know, I can't be as good as, or I can't write as well, but I think we all have, you know, we're all a writer. I mean, we have experiences that we
1: can share. I have to totally agree with you. And even though you aren't an experienced writer, we're all born storytellers. And that if we just share our story, of course, when we first start writing, it's not going to be great. And we don't have to expect it to be great. We just have to we have to be able to share what we know, what we've experienced, because it enriches everybody's lives when we do.
0: And I don't know about you, but when you were a kid, did you like telling stories? I mean, real stories or did you like reading stories like did you like someone, you know, you know how the story time, whether it was in school, your parents or your grandparents would sit around and read a book or do, do you like to sit around and read to others?
1: Well, to tell you the truth, I I was really curious as a kid. So my favorite books were my mom kept buying these huge tell me why books right now. Now we have Google, but, and so now I'm, I'm a real big fan of uh, Googling everything. But my first experience with writing real experience was writing in middle school, writing really sappy love poems. And I'd write them on big banner paper and decorate them. And my friends would just paste them up in the hallways. And uh, that was just, that was an exciting thrill for me to do that. And I still love the rhythm of the words. And so I've I've grown into writing songs too. And, um, and so wow. that's really, yeah, so that's really an exciting, extension, just the, the rhythmic use of language.
0: And, but writing for yourself and then helping others, where did that transition occur? When was that, you know what, I can help others do what I love to do too.
1: Well, that's really an extension of my curiosity because I love to learn. I love to read. I love to watch. I love to experience things. So once I get all of that information and and just knowledge in the world. And I just, I've always wanted to be a teacher. So I just naturally gravitated toward this. So I love being a coach and, um, and helping people. And, um, and so it's really been extraordinary for me.
0: So as, as you were growing up and you liked writing and stuff, was was there a particular author, you know, that you liked better than others and, you know, you know, there was someone that sticks out in your head as being a truly, you know, genius writer or just a real sappy writer?
1: <laughs> no, one, no, I just write, like to read and experience a lot of different things. So I didn't okay. get stuck on, I didn't get stuck on one author um, or one book. But wow, I just, that's like so
0: cool. It's because you know what, what, what just popped into my head was, um, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret was a book that I read when I was in junior high school and the movie is now coming out, you know, like 40, now it's 50 years later. Um, Judy Bloom was at that time, you know, in this early 70s, late 60s, she was like the author everybody wanted to read because it was like, you know, that, you know, ooh, that's the book you want to read because they talked about bras, you know, they talked about things they want to ban now, like they really believe that, you know, but Judy Bloom was like my favorite. Like, I would always go. And then my sons were born and they, they like, you know, of course, all the Disney books and the characters and stuff. But my son loved Goosebumps books. Like, they would get the Goosebump books. And now, you know, they're in their late 20s, early 30s. When the Goosebump movie comes on, they love it. I mean, so it's like, in great. They just, you know, so I'm asking you, is there like, is there one book that just makes your heart go? Like I love that author. I love that movie. I love that show.
1: Right. I think you know, The Wizard of Oz is one of those classics, right? There you go. There you go. <laughs> right? That was one of those that just you have to watch it every time it comes on because it's so exciting. It's so it has so much meaning. It has it, it just the contrast of the black and white versus the color and mm. and just just the ride that you're going on and. Um, That imagination. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Hiding behind my chair. I don't still hide behind my chair when the flying monkeys come out, but I think about it though.
0: (laughs) Those flying monkeys scare me, girl. I don't like them. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like them at all. Mm -hmm. So you're helping people as the happy publisher, right? The the happy self-publisher. So, um, you know, it's funny. I think pandemic um, opened up the, the you know, more people are saying they're self-publishers. But this is not new. You know, self-publishing is not new. It just probably was not as familiar to those, you know, in the industry because a lot of people say, I want to write a book, but I don't know how and I don't know how to publish it. So that's, you know, that's what, what kind of questions you get from people that say, you know, Lois, I really, you know, want to write this book, but do I have to have a ghostwriter or a copywriter? Or, you know, what are some of the questions that you get from people that are wanting to write the, a, a book or self-publish a book and haven't done so yet?
1: Right, there there are so many questions that people ask and people are, I think people are confused because there's so much information out there that, um, and, and when I started, even when I started about uh, 10 years ago, self-publishing was still a, like, a, still a dirty word. And where really being traditionally published was really the thing to do. And so I think people, uh, older people, especially are still in a, like a, an older mindset of the, of what the traditional industry is all about. So a lot of it is about marketing, but, um, and, But some of it is about pricing and royalties and where to publish, and um, and what are the steps? What are the details of getting your manuscript into their proper format? Uh, What's an ISBN or yes Mm -hmm. um, or the copyright? So there's just so many questions, and that's where I really feel like because I love to I love to learn things, then I love to teach things. So everybody feels confident in the end that's really that's really what I hope to instill in in all of my not just clients but people who read my blog or my emails that I want to help people feel more confident in doing it themselves or with or with help because even with help it it's still a little daunting
0: yes yeah, definitely definitely I mean uh my first I wrote a book you know um the, the you know basics for blogging. You know, I I was teaching it, and as a teacher, I you know I received my degree from Delaware State College at the time, and and I taught elementary school. So I've always wanted to be a teacher, I've always been a teacher. So I understand your love for teaching and sharing. And so in teaching these uh, classes uh, and courses at Del Tech on blogging, I said, you know what, I might as well just take this and put it in a, in a book, right? Just put it in a little book. I was not going to write a thick journal. I mean, you know, I was just going to take what I taught, you know, pre-COVID, whenever the world shut down, I'm like, well, I might as well just take all this that I normally teach in six weeks and put it in a book. And I remember I was so nervous, Lois. I was so nervous. I was, I was, I still have all the books that I ordered from the different publishing companies to see who I wanted to work with, who had the best pricing and, you know, all this. And This is so funny. So I did it, got it published. My biggest mistake, I didn't, I, I proved it myself because I figured I'm the teacher. I can do my own, right? And then I went and ordered 50 copies. Mm. I read and found errors on, you know, grammatical errors. And I'm like, oh no, I can't put this out here. I still got those 50 (laughs) copies over in the corner there my husband felt so bad he's like okay you go ahead and edit it i'll buy your next 50. i was so happy so now i tell people when you self-order one copy and if you're gonna gonna do it if you're going to you know edit it yourself fine get someone else to look at it and lois it's it's so funny i've still got those 50 books Uh, i even ordered bookmarks pointing out the errors right of where what page you should have said Girl, and since then I've read other people's books, and it's like, oh my god, what in the world did they? And my my errors don't seem that
1: bad, <laughs> right? Right. I would I would tell people if you're only going to spend money on one part of of the publishing process, it's editing, because even Stephen King has an editor, because we just miss things. It doesn't matter if you you know if you go through a computer program like. Grammarly or pro writing aid. and it doesn't matter if you have, you know, a great editor. People are, people are human. We miss things. We get, our eyes get tired. They get used to the words. And especially if you're self-editing. Self-editing, I sometimes tell people to read it backwards because Ooh. that helps you a little bit catch a few more errors. But I would absolutely agree. Don't, don't um, buy 50 books on your first time out. I tell people just the minimum, just let a few people read it. And the few people that you, you know, in your inner circle, mm-hmm. they're gonna say, Oh, Antoinette, on page 10. <laughs> Don't you hate that? It's like really because I've and I did that and I,
0: I had the last book signing that I was a part of that when you know, when everybody was still out. This is why I'm loving this this book signing that we're having Saturday. Someone literally pointed out another error after I had, you know, you know I was like, thank you. That was not necessary. (laughs) At this point, right? It's not necessary. And she was an editor too. And I'm like, yeah, if I had read your book, I probably found some errors too. So yes, I should. (laughs) But you know, no one is perfect. And I think, you know, with like, even with a blog or something online, there's a human element to that. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm not again I'm not Stephen King you know I'm not Les Brown I'm not you know uh who are these books over here I've got uh, Norman Vincent Peale I'm not them but I'm pretty sure if we scrutinized their first writing we would found a lot a lot of errors so yeah
1: let that go you know <laughs> right I think they're used to well when they first started writing there used to be a whole team of editors yes And now there may be just one, so and exactly, and it's your kid. It's your kid
0: that's not doing anything for the weekend. He's like read this book. <laughs>
1: right, right, absolutely. But the I think the great thing about self-publishing is that you can fix the errors because traditional publishers are ordering five thousand of your books. Mm-hmm. So it's really crucial that they get. They get as much as they can write because exactly. it's really an expensive venture for traditional publishers and we get to order five or ten or twenty or fifty at a time mm-hmm. and we're not going to lose our house over it.
0: No, definitely not. Definitely not. Lois, again, you, you know, I'm looking so forward to you being the speaker at the uh, authors meet and greet. Uh, book signing in Middletown. And you know, you're going to talk with, you know, it's going to be, we're going to be casual. It's going to be casual conversation. And you have a new online book marketing course, the author success toolkit, right? That's correct. So we're going to talk about that, but we're going to take a quick break first. When we come back, I want you to, you know, talk, talk about that, you know, how, you know, people can work with you. Um, So stay tuned. We're going to Take this quick break. Hey, and guys, don't forget, you can find and follow me on all my social media platforms by simply using the Linktree ID, A Blake Enterprises. We'll be right back.
2: Are you ready to join the billion dollar podcasting industry? If so, Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio is ready for you. Whether you're just starting out and have no equipment or you are seasoned pro but need help with production, Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio has everything you need. so stop making excuses and start making your podcast audiobook e-course and other online dreams come true call blake's booth podcasting studio now 302-261-3530 that's 302-261-3530 have you put in place the tools and marketing strategies that will drive the revenue and growth outcomes for your business Are you looking to expand your brand and image nationally and globally? Commercials, podcasting, graphics, and marketing support are just some of the ways we can dress up your business for prime time. We are EliteConversations.com. To learn more about us, check us out at EliteConversations.com, our website, email us at ecpodcastmedia at gmail.com,
0: I'm your host, Antoinette Blake, the CEO of A Blake Enterprises. And here on Out and About with Antoinette every Wednesday on a 1 1 p.m. Yeah, it's 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I always got to look at that. What time is it? (laughs) No, I'm here. You can download these episodes anytime. But I'm always interviewing a guest from in and around the state of Delaware who's doing positive things in their communities. And today I have one of those positive guests. That's Lois. Hoffman and Lois and I go back 25 years, and now we're back together again. Coming Saturday for the authors' meet and greet, book signing, and Lois. Let me tell you something. This podcast, Out and About with Antoinette, is always about the give back. And again, before this we started this interview, I said I wanted to thank you, thank you, thank you for accepting my invitation. Not only of being a you know a guest here, but being my guest speaker at the event in Middletown. And it's this is a free event, guys. So if you're in Middletown in Newark or Bear, or Dover, it's Myrna, whatever, I want you to come out because we have some great authors and they're going to come together and they're going to share, you know, their books and their the excerpts. And Lois, 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 she's got to do a form. And she told me, you know, I can do it in an hour. I said, no, Lois, we're going to scrunch you down to 30 minutes. <laughs> We're going to sprint you down to 30 minutes. And I want you to talk about, you know, your online book marketing course, Author Success Toolkit. Because when you hear toolkit, you hear everything that I need to put this together, whether it's a bookshelf together or book writing. So what does the uh, Author Success Toolkit look like? Is that a workshop? Is that virtual? Is that one-on-one? How, what is this, this all about? Tell us, the beans.
1: Okay, so the Author Success Toolkit is an online course, and it's a self-paced course. And because everybody learns at their own pace and, you know, most authors aren't full time, so they're working part time at this craft and they're really trying to figure it out piece by piece. But like we talked about before, I think so many authors are overwhelmed and confused by all the information. So but there's no plan with it. There's just no plan to put it all together and marketing really, you could you can throw tactics out left and right. Here, put this, you know, make this video on TikTok or um or post this to Instagram or whatever. But I what I try and work on in the author success toolkit are the strategies and strategies with a purpose. So, so you're not, you're not just going out and, and throwing things like spaghetti on the wall and see what sticks. Because that's going to waste your time and money, probably. So we work on strategies that are both pre-launch and post-launch of your book. Because there's a lot of things that you can do before before you launch your book, before your book is published. And that's really a sweet spot uh, to help build a community because you need a community to buy your books. And so by sharing a lot of interesting and um, informational or inspirational um, content, then you can gather people around you. So when your book is published, they are ready to buy. So we know that pop- podcasting is is great. And that's a one great strategy to uh to help you leverage um help you leverage somebody else's community. So we can't we can't be everywhere, but if we go on different podcasts, that's really one great way. And we talk about that in the course. Um, so it eliminates a lot of wasted time because you can you can find a lot of this information around, but it categorizes it and compiles it all together in a logical way, um, and hopefully people find a lot of a lot of helpful tips in there.
0: And that's great. And you know, um, if you want to piggyback on two things you said, the community is very important. You have to have a good community of those so that they can support you and not only just buy your book, but support you and share, you know, what's going on in the world, um, or in, in the, in the writer's world. And I love that you also, uh, drop little tips in your means on your social media, on your Instagram, you have, you know, little tips, writing tips. So you guys follow her and, and she has a tip like every day or, or, or quote or, or, or words of inspiration. And that makes you feel good. You know, that that's, again, that's a, you're getting out there, you're staying out there, you're staying top of mind. So that's one good thing. And then the second thing you said, not only being a guest on a podcast or hosting your own podcast, but I'm going to talk about going from author to audio. You know, you, you may not have the bigger, biggest, you know, community. So why not turn your book into an audio, you know, create a podcast. And that's another phenomenal way to spread your message. So um, I'm going to talk about that when you after you finish talking about the uh, the the success the toolkit success.
1: Absolutely, I I think that's wonderful too because I think so many people are so curious. I mean, audio is really the the new wave of how we're going to consume consume content and and you're right at the the leading edge of that. And, so thank you for that, for You're sharing. You're welcome. And it's convenient, you know,
0: especially for us old, older folks, you know, we we want to be able to, st- I mean, we still go and do and read, but we may not want to just sit, you know, because as you get older, the last thing you want to do is just sit and read. I mean, I, I mean, no offense to anyone that sits and reads, but we need to move our body. So if we can listen yeah. to your book while we're walking the neighborhood, walking the dog, doing the laundry, gardening, we're still getting both. We're still getting the mental stimulation from, from the author, but we're also getting our bodies stimulated. And that's a whole subject for another day because, you know, we can get old and we can, we've been sitting way too long. You got to get up and
1: move. Yes we, have. <laughs> yes, we have, but you're absolutely right. I think, I think your what you're sharing is going to be really valuable to, uh, to a lot of writers. And, um, and I think because it seems like, oh, audio podcasting, it seems like so untouchable we think oh look at Antoinette now look at look at what she's done I could never do that but I think like all of this if you take little if you're curious if you're curious and take little bites of information uh along the way you can really learn all of this
0: and (laughs) and that's so true and that's a segue into my other resource guide which I'll be selling (laughs) as well you know you know uh podcasting your purpose. I wrote two resource guides. And the first resource guide was because things change literally overnight. So what I was teaching, you know, in 2017, changed in 2019, changed in 2020. So now we're at edition two. So that is what's a great thing. Another great thing about self-publishing, because instead of, you know, hoping and dreaming and praying, which we all do, that will sell millions of copies of our books. It does not preclude us from creating another edition that's piggyback on to, you know, the first, the first episode. So that we, we can talk about that. Like you and I could probably talk all day long, keep going, but uh, right? yeah, I know. Right. But you know, people are not going to listen all day long. I know that for a fact. <laughs> <laughs> so before I let you go, because I always ask my guests, I want you to leave us with a wow, like words of wisdom. So Lois, what is
1: your wow? My wow. So there's so many things I was, I was, thinking about this. And so I I always tell people to start, um, like Simon Sinek said, start with your why, start with your vision for success. And your vision really guides everything you do, how you write it, you know, uh, if you're writing nonfiction, who you're writing for, and how you're writing it, it it defines how you're going to publish it. If like, if you have a you just want to do it for yourself. It's just the process. Like don't worry about spending that much money, right? You can just figure out how to do it just the minimum to get it out to just a few people. But if you have big goals, you know, you're going to need to spend more money. So how are you going to make that happen? And marketing is the same thing. So if you have a big why, then giddy up, we've got to get going, right? We need to, we need to get to work and learn some things and, and uh, get our, our mentors and our advisors together to help us do what we need to do.
0: That's cool. I love that. Know your why. And it could be a big why or a little why. It's your why. I love that. Lois, thank you so very much for joining me today on Out and About with Anthony at the podcast. And I can't wait to see you in person and hold you and hug you, you know, Saturday at the author's meet and greet book signing in Middletown. I thank you. I just want to thank you. Thank you. Just, you don't understand the, just how much you being there means to me.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Well, thank you first for uh, inviting me on the podcast and for inviting me to your um, author meet and greet. I think it's going to be a great event. And, you know, I'm going to be not, I, I'm not going to be talking for an hour, but I'll also have a table. And so you can come and talk to me if you have specific questions and I'll be, you know, I'll have my books there too, but I'll always have time to talk to um, aspiring writers and aspiring authors.
0: And that's what this is all about. It's going to be about connecting the community, you know, sharing, you know, just being there, knowing that, you know, I just, I just want, like I said, it's all about the give back. It's the legacy I I want, because, you know, again, you and I met many, many years ago, but if you didn't leave that impression, and it wasn't the juggling that impressed me, trust and believe, <laughs> yeah. if you didn't leave that impression, there, was, there would have been no way that I would have called you, you know, 20 years later and said, hey, Lois, I need you. And you to say to me, you got it. So thank you so very much. I appreciate you for joining me. Um, May God continue to bless your mission and your vision. And I cannot wait to see you on Saturday.
1: We'll see you on Saturday.
0: And thank you guys. Thank you all for listening to today's episode of Out and About with Antoinette, because every week, I have the privilege of interviewing a guest from in and around the state of Delaware who's doing things, great things in their own communities. And if you or you know someone would be a good guest for Out and About with Antoinette, please send an email to info at ablakeenterprises.com. And don't forget, you can find and follow me on all my social media platforms, including my blog and my blog by simply using the linktree ID a Blake Enterprises. Thank you for listening and please share this podcast link with your family, your friends, your bay, and your boo too. And until the next time, stay smart, stay safe and stay social because I will see you in cyberspace. See ya. It's the DE Diva aka the Delaware Blogger wishing you and yours a beautifully blessed day. Bye-bye.